Well, well, well. Welcome to the first episode of Unrestrained, the number one podcast in Gettysburg, PA. I'm your co-host, Jaden, and to my right is the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only. Juan Erie. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode. Let's get right into it. Uh-huh. Um, grass, what do you think about that? Grass, very green, very itchy sometimes, so yeah. those are allergenic. You ever just like roll down a hill? Um, yeah, I tend to roll and poop when I see it in the grass. Oh, okay. Kind of like get the smell on me, like a dog almost. Dogs. Dogs. Animals. Topic. Let's talk about animals. Let's talk about animals. Topic. Favorite animal? Dog. You like dogs? I like uh, pandas. Oh, wait, actually, I like penguins. You know I like penguins. You do like penguins. They just be waddling and chilling. But they don't fly. Or do they? See, that's what the news doesn't show you, because I'm pretty sure they do fly. <laughs> Did you know there used to be penguins that were six feet tall? Really? Yeah. Like, legitimately talking or like... You're no, right. six feet tall. Like, you're legitimately being real. Yeah. That they're penguins. Oh, I get what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't um, know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said legitimately, legitimately talking as if the penguins were talking. No. no. They were six feet tall, like years ago mm-hmm. and then now they're like four i think the average height is 4.7 feet so they're like, they're like this and then obviously like smaller ones too mm-hmm. but i did not know that mm-hmm. penguins dogs animals isn't it crazy though how like it's like adapting how that works how like you put oh they like change uh, yeah like you just put them in a whole different environment and it's like they have no other option and it might not happen in that second but they have no other option but to adapt and it mm. takes like a while like a long time but that's crazy how they will eventually adapt but through different people's like deaths and stuff like that they start to kind of adapt whether it be like in any animal you know what i mean obviously there's a point like where they somewhat livable i'm not saying where you go there and they completely die off and then freaking they're extinct you know but right. at the same time like that's cool how you like just adapting in general like people when it comes to adapting and i, I can easily go into it where it's like adapting in life when people adapt in life how People get put in hard situations and they might not realize it and they might feel like it's really crappy, but somehow mentally they learn to adapt whether they don't see, they don't realize they're adapting then, but yeah. over time they're going to realize they adapt. Because if you're in a situation that's not the best, you have to, and you have to do something, you have to uh, do what you can to, say you're at a job mm-hmm. and you don't want to go to work, you have to put a smile on or something, yeah. you know, exactly. got to make the best of it, yeah. even if it's something you really don't want to do. Yeah. That's that's crazy, and it's like it brings like another point. I would always like when it came to working out stuff like that. It's like a mental thing too. Like when you don't want to work, you kind of mentally by going to work, even if it's not with a smile, by going to work, and maybe it's like the worst. Like you work the worst that you have worked in the past. Like say ten years you worked in a in a in some whatever place, okay, and you put up crazy numbers and you do really good almost every single day or you do steady. And these are like the worst numbers you put up in that day since the past you started working there. It's really like, that's not gonna, it's gonna affect you, but it's like, it was better than you deciding not to go to work. Let's say you were sick and you put up the worst numbers. It was better for you to go because mentally you're there and you're doing it, True. even though you're half-assing. Like when it comes to working out and stuff to me, I would always hesitate a lot on going to gym, was it last year? And I said, you know, I read, I heard this thing, this, um, this dude talking, he was like, you know, it's better to go to the gym. I'd rather you go to the gym half-assed the workout, but you mentally... See yourself, you mentally do it and go to the gym, whether it be a half-assed workout mentally, 
he said that's kind of where you're growing. He's like, you don't realize it and you feel like you might hurt yourself doing it or you might have hurt yourself because like, man, I didn't do good. But you still showed up and went to the gym. Mm. Like, I feel like also if you say you go to the gym or you you go to school or a job that you don't want to go to and then let's say somebody says something and you didn't like expect it and you like your ears perk, perk up and you're like, hmm. And then you start thinking about that as you go home or whatever. And then you start acting on whatever like that lesson was that you learned from that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm glad I went to this or whatever it was, you know? Like there's a reason for that you went there. And yeah, so, or like you find like being at a certain place at a certain time. Do you think that? Like do you believe that? Like everywhere you go, every single day, like do you believe there's a purpose you go there? Even if it's like, you know, yeah. it's so simple. Either reason. it might not be something like that's going to impact you 30 years from now, mm-hmm. but it, it might be something that you reflect on when you're, you know, 80 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Something little like just like memories from school or work, whatever, you know? Yeah, thanks. I agree with that. Yeah. That's what, and like, like we were talking about the other day, like people are obviously going to be in your life for a reason. That type of stuff. That's oh, what I, yeah. that's like what the I, most random people. Yeah, I feel like that ties up with each other. You know what I mean? That kind of mm-hmm. goes along. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love when you just think about like random people that like had an impact on your mood or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever have that? Like, and then you smile because of it? Yeah. Like, when people are just, like, randomly nice. Like, I, I was talking about you, talking about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your mood is improved or, like, it made your day. You know I mean? My dad, me and my dad were talking about that today mm-hmm. on a car ride when we were going up. Uh, yeah, we were in a car ride, though. I was, like, I realized I talk a lot more comfortably with random people. I don't know. I said because of the fact that, obviously, I work with, like, retail, obviously, it taught me, like, I work... I talk to people every single time I work. I have to. It's impossible not to talk to somebody or somebody right. new, somebody random. And I was like, I realized I like that. I said that I can just talk to anybody and people I'll see them in the street and I'll talk to them and I have to greet them in a happy way because that's just me. That's just how I am. And he's like, that's a good thing. He said, because the way you see somebody like, man, that guy must be a really nice person because he just kind of made you happy by talking to you because he's talking to you in a good True. way. He's like, that's you now. He said, you don't realize that, but that that's kind of you now. And then it's that domino effect, mm-hmm. that butterfly effect, yeah. you know, that ripple effect three effects um that that person you impact is going to impact other people because they're happier mm-hmm. like we said yesterday yeah back to the like the also with like putting up like a front too you know what like um not judging a book by its cover type oh yeah, yeah that ties up with that that's pretty cool too. for sure someone could be like um blank face but like when you get to talk to them or know them they're like this bubbly person energetic and stuff mm-hmm that's why, like, meeting people is cool sometimes. And then other times you, like, you'll, you'll like, be nice to somebody. And they won't, like, kind of, like, reciprocate the same feeling. Which is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But, like, some people, like, are just having their days or whatever. It's a vibe. Like, yeah. it's crazy how your vibe can easily feel the vibe of somebody else. True. And it's so easy for people to let their vibe be changed by a bad vibe. Yeah. Like, I realized... And that never really applied to me because I guess I grew up not really letting it apply to me. Like I would see somebody having a bad day and be like, man, that must suck. And I'd be like, let me maybe talk, like talk to them, let me see if I can make it better. Let me, maybe just need somebody to talk to them. But I realize some people, when it comes to a vibe, they'll be surrounded by a lot of people that are in a bad mood. And they're oh, coming yeah. in with a great mood. Especially like friend groups. Yeah, and, or like like just being stressed in general. You're like not even stressed. And you go into a new group, a friend group, or work or something. And everybody's stressed. I feel like some people come out even more stressed than that person was in there. Yeah. Like that's crazy how like your vibe can easily impact somebody else's vibe. That influence. Mm-hmm. 
like if a if like a really uh nice no rule breaking person is with a bunch of like uh you know those kids in school that yeah. are like you know doing drugs and all that stuff and then they start doing that like that's that impact from their negative habits and stuff like that but then if you're around you should surround yourself with people you, that are going to make your life better yeah people that are going to improve your life is what you should strive to look for in someone and i was going to ask you i was like do you believe that you become a product of your environment or you become you you adapt to your surroundings and you be kind of maybe not at first but what's eventually a, what's around you will eventually kind of become like back to saying where it says you know winners surround themselves with winners if you want to be a winner and you know that's not always true this and that but a majority it's like i know a lot of people nowadays say in order to be successful you have to figure out the people around you because obviously you hang out with millionaires eventually you're going to be a freaking millionaire that's what i'm saying or you're going to at least pick up something from yeah them. you know what i mean whether you don't turn into a millionaire overnight you're going to pick up something or just knowledge healthy. exactly and that's 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 what i was literally that's what i meant like, actually i was just thinking maybe sometimes the not so intelligent people have their own uh intelligent ways of getting you to think about something mm-hmm. like someone who isn't as uh school smart will you know bring a thought into your brain or whatever you know what i mean yeah like everybody kind of like back to the thing everybody kind of has a little bit to pitch into whether it be yeah everyone has some kind of uh something to offer yeah something to offer exactly Mm -hmm. someone's got a story or to tell or just knowledge street smarts maybe not always school smarts you know i feel like it's hard for a lot of people is letting go of the people that you've been that you surrounded yourself with like having let's say a group of friends or like like at work you have a job and you're surrounded by all these people, but you're not going anywhere having them around you. In this company you're in, yeah. you're not going anywhere and you have to make, you have another option because you got to do what's best for you at the end of the day, what's going to help you move forward. And you, let's say you got to go to a bigger, better company with better opportunities. Like Obviously, that's where you want to go. You know, just because the people around you kind of, I feel like it's holding you back. People struggle so much to let that go in order to kind of get what you want. And I feel like at the end of the day, it's not bad because it's your life. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be trying to please everybody. You know, at the same time, you got to be selfish and you got to be a little greedy and say, you want to do what's best for you because it's your life. You know what I mean? You're allowed to do that. People just kind of drill at that. They have to make it better for others. Like, no, it's your life. Make your life good. You know what I mean? And yeah, helping others and making it, that helps too. But you know what I mean? Like, you just kind of, you can't be afraid to let go of your old surroundings. You know, people are like, man, like they might talk bad on you or they might say, man, this person's hanging out with this and that. Like, no, it doesn't matter. You're going to surround yourself with what you need to surround yourself with. Yeah. You know, and even as much as it hurts, some people just know what's best for them. Like letting go of just what, like letting go of that baggage that you don't need to carry around in order to just, you know what I mean? Get Mm. a little further. I think the thing about letting people go or letting things go, I think sometimes if you have like something in your life, I think sometimes it's temporary. Mm -hmm. Like say you have a friend I think maybe see if a friend from like kindergarten to third grade and then you guys split apart maybe it's for a reason mm-hmm. but also it could not be okay. you know what I mean yeah maybe there's like different stages of your life where you need certain people and then you maybe outgrow that person or people or a thing and you just move on you know mm-hmm. and it's not always bad yeah and it's like but, and back but it's not thing. always good either and it's always hard to let go is what I'm just trying to say yeah. but like me and personally, it's just like you've got to learn to let go, you know. It's and it's gonna hurt and it's gonna suck. And back to another thing I wanted to say. Now remember, it's don't let other people around you like make your good decision a bad decision. Like when it comes to like, oh, I get what you mean, yeah. Like 
me, I made a decision and I said, you know what, this is the best decision me. But everybody around me was telling me that's the worst decision ever. Like, you know what I mean? But in my, people aren't, aren't here. Exactly. And in, in my, from a different point of view. And in, when, in the moment when I made a decision, I played all the cards out. I laid them out. You know what I mean? I said, okay, this is the best card for me. And I picked it. But everybody's like, no, no, the other card, the other card. Don't let other people turn your decision into you thinking it was the wrong decision. Yeah. what I wanted to say. Because people are definitely going to look for the downside of something. Always, always. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just something small. Mm-hmm. Like say you just you just like uh, your shirt or something. And then someone's like, mm, do you though? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, do I? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, maybe. Or yeah. when you're going shopping. Man, I really, I'm really going to get the shirt tonight. Dude, that shirt looks terrible. Yeah. And, really then you and then you're it. like, man, it really does kind of look, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. But I guess it's one of, that's one of those things where it's like, you got to kind of like, just remember, stick to what you wanted to do in the first place. That Like that first feeling, that mm. first thing that wanted stick to get to yourself. Yeah, stick to yourself, dude. Just be 100% you, commit to who you are, and if other people don't like it, so what? Yeah, sometimes you have to have like that tunnel vision mm-hmm. where you block out the negativity and then sometimes maybe filter some of it in to like get you thinking. If, if it's constructive criticism, mm-hmm. you know. but you Like know, a drive. Yeah, but you know, not always, you know, sometimes you just got to do what uh, your heart tells you to, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like a lot of people confuse what their heart wants with what their their thoughts want. And, and it's a difference because in your heart, they're going to say you truly know, your heart truly knows what it wants. But your thoughts obviously can be influenced by others. So it might be pulling you towards another thing. So it's a, like you said, at the end of the day, just do what you love to do and follow what you love to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might not be the best route, but you know what? Why not do it? You know what I mean? You want to be happy and back to the thing. You want to be a little selfish and make yourself happy out of it. Yeah. That's always a good thing. Also about uh, going to do what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, well, actually no, all the time this is the case. When, um, say you're applying for a job mm-hmm. and you don't get that job. I think the fact, I think the fact that you didn't get it is is going to like impact you in the future like it's going to be for a reason like we said before Mm -hmm. so whatever is going on in the present is definitely going to have some kind of effect later on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean for sure back to what what you're saying the it's for a reason i know the i was in i'm trying to figure out how to reward this Sometimes we mistaken like what we want now, like you said, in the future isn't what we're going to want then. And it's like people want, like let's say you want a job, you really want this job and you finally get this job. And then let's say a couple months later, you hate it and you're like, man, but don't forget, you know, three months ago you were wanting that job. You know it's going to be I mean? a learning experience. Exactly. But it's like you got to kind of like remember, just learn to be kind of like also grateful for what you, the opportunities you do get. Because like that opportunity, like I know when it came for me, I wanted, I needed to get uh, this job, this and that, and I finally got it. And I was happy that I got it, but then part of me just wasn't happy for a moment, and I wanted to just, I'm like, you know what, like, uh, like I don't want to be there no more. But something kept me from, from like pulling the trigger and like kind of like not working there no more. And yeah. because of that reason, I've gotten so many good things out of it. And it's like it, I look back and I'm like, man, I can't believe I almost like like pulled the trigger and like left. But like. Now I look back and I'm happy because I reminded myself, I was like, wait, a couple months ago, you were begging for that job. I said, now what happened now where you don't like it? It's just kind of like some people don't know how to, how to receive 
how to like be thankful for what they get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if it's something negative mm-hmm. in, exactly. the, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because like we keep on saying, it's going to have an effect on your future. Yeah. It's going to be something you think about. Mm-hmm. And life, everything that happens, and I strongly believe it, it's like cliche, whatever you want to call it. Like, oh, it's been the sayings. Whatever happens in your life is meant to happen. And I 100% believe that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, you know, we're going to, what happened to us in the past, we're going to use or we've already become stronger because of it we've adapted to it and we've become stronger because of it or it's just like it's somehow it's going to impact us and you don't understand it now you might not even understand it for another 20 years but you eventually will begin to understand that reason yeah even in the last moments you it's like you'll still be able to in a movie when they show the um the growth of a person and then maybe in the beginning someone will say something and then and the, later on in their life they'll reference back to that thing mm-hmm. it's like that in life you know it's like and you may not realize yeah. it of course yeah I feel like you know how a lot Older people who like they pass down wisdom, they have these sayings. Yeah, so like they got those sayings obviously from going through it. Oh, for sure. So that back to that what wisdom. You're saying. Yeah, yeah, that wisdom, and it's that's to me. It's like take advantage of every single little bit of information you can get from anybody. Mm. Any bit of wisdom, take it because in somehow, some way, it's like having you know like a like a bag of weapons. You're never gonna know what weapon you're gonna need next, but you may not even need that weapon or that resource. You may never even need that rope that you got from this person, but you know at least you'll have it just in case. And let's say you maybe do need that bit of better rope. Like it's not gonna hurt you to have a little bit more wisdom every single day or to to just pick up the littlest things from people. You know that's yeah. always gonna be a good thing. I want to talk about wisdom. I was uh, I was telling my dad. I think there's a difference between people who are intelligent. And people who are wise. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. People who are intelligent are going to be like, you know, not always, but going to be like throwing facts at you and stuff like that. People who are wise either are just naturally wise and street smart or they've been through stuff and they have good advice, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I definitely have had teachers who I thought are uh, more wise than they are um, as good of a teacher, <laughs> which is not bad, but yeah. still. It's cool to think about how people yeah. are like have like um really good advice, or just stuff to make you think, but they may not be the smartest person, you know. Yeah, facts. And back to like you're saying, street street smart and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Definitely hundred percent and behind you with that. For sure. That was the man. And then, like, it's crazy because like, not a lot of people are like. I want to say, or no, hold on, let me rephrase this. You don't have to be old to be wise oh yeah yeah. because at the end of the day i feel like wisdom comes from like i said experience and i know a lot of people at a young age go through a lot of stuff but they're definitely a lot wiser and they definitely have a different look on life because of it for sure like your teenage years to like 30 there's a lot of stuff going on there Mm -hmm. especially like high school early 20s mid 20s late 20s there's a lot of stuff going on in those little spaces that gives you a lot of um uh, a lot of wisdom Mm -hmm. You know, to use and uh, good advice to use later on in life to improve other people's lives. Facts. I guess, could wisdom be a bad thing? Being too wise, could that be bad? I mean, if you're too, like, hmm. Like, no. What is life? Yeah. You know, maybe if you're too, like, philosophical, like, maybe. Like, but, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like hmm. deep in life. What is this wall? What is the meaning of Is this wall, wall really a what wall? Is, what is really a wall? <laughs> wall. Hmm. W A L. So, I, but like, you know what I mean? Like, can being too is there such thing as 
like there's, why there's thing? yeah there's such a thing as being too much of anything yeah true i mean if you're too nice i'm too nice <laughs> no not like that <laughs> oh no, no if you're like too kind i mean i think people who are too uh yeah too perky and like too hey how's your day going like too much of that is annoying to me yeah I mean, obviously, it's a good attitude yeah, to have. Yeah, it is a good attitude. But good uh, outlook, but, like, too much is annoying. Like I said, back to it depends on how people, their likes and their dislikes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I found out, like, this, and this is me, and this is, like, something I've just kind of, from experience, meeting new people, talking to a bunch of other people, and, like, kind of hearing people, older people's stories, younger people's stories, different people's stories. I've realized that the people who have been through a lot, and they're, like, like okay, so, like, teenagers, let's say I realize that a lot of people have been through a lot earlier, and this not might be true, but like it's like an like I want to say it's not one hundred percent true, but a good majority of it is like true. It's mm. people who have been through the most early, early stage are usually the happiest people after. Like oh, yeah, people who yeah, have yeah. gone through a lot are really like I said grateful in the future, and they kind of like because I know some people are like oh like certain things are like man dreading to like let's say go to school or like no no like. I know, like, me and my, like myself and other people, like, oh, like, they're looking forward to that day. And they're always laughing and smiling and happy. But you realize that they've been hurt a lot in the past that sometimes they know they know what it's like to hurt really bad. So they mm. be, they're happy because they don't... They, they don't want to go back in that They feeling. don't want to go in that feeling. But at the same time, they kind of want to, I guess, help other people. You know what I mean? Not feel like that. So they kind of just mm-hmm. bring that happiness to them. Also, the people who have gone through a lot and the most early on in life are usually... A lot of times, really successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about um, athletes, especially especially soccer players who have been like uh, living on the streets, you know, with living on like two dollars a day, mm-hmm. and then now they're like millionaires. Yeah, or uh, street performers performing street, they get that one good shot, yeah. and now they're like blown up. But some of the street performers, literally, they're homeless. All they have is their instruments. Yeah, and somehow. Out of that, all they come, all they go with is with the dream and a purpose. And you know that. And sometimes that just that instrument, whatever they have, is enough. Yeah, to them exactly to, to uh, fulfill their life. Mm-hmm. It brings you, know, you don't always need joy and happiness. You don't always need that millionaire. Uh, you don't lifestyle, need money. You know, and that like and so, that, like money can't buy happiness. But back to the other saying, the lady said at work that work, she was like, "I was like, money can't buy happiness though," and she was like, "But it puts food in your mouth." And I was like, "That was like." You know, like, she got me on that. I didn't know what to say. I was like... You were like, hmm. Yeah, I was like, freaking... <laughs> but everything has its purpose, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I think um, money money will buy you temporary happiness. You get a car, you get a house, and then that may attract um, a relationship with somebody, and then that's temporary happiness. But all that... Uh, high life, fast living stuff isn't going to bring you happiness later on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's all temporary. You just got to learn to be grateful, you know, Humble. for the, the opportunities you do get. I saw a video. It was like, this dude was like, see, yeah, he's like, that's my car. He's like, it might not be a Lambo. It might not be a Ferrari. You know, but it's a car. Mm-hmm. He said, if I get into it, it'll crank up. It'll take me from point A to point Z. He said, learn to be grateful for what you got. And I feel like that's a big part and us nowadays is you got to kind of learn to be grateful for the opportunities and the things you get. It's just the main like thing. Just be grateful. You know, you wake up one day, 
you know you open your eyes what more could you want you know you're grateful even then some people like let's take let's take it deeper like some people wish they didn't wake up because of what they have to deal with every day whether it be anxiety stress depression whether it be you know their their parents are sick or whether it be you know they lost somebody and they didn't want to wake up again because they don't have that person to wake up to anymore yeah like you just kind of some people don't have other option but to just wake up but Learn to be grateful for it, you know? Like, open your eyes. I'm thankful that I opened my eyes this morning. And then at work, some dude went up to me. He's like, I'm like, how are you doing today, sir? He's like, I'm alive. I'm well. He said, I'm doing pretty great. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you woke up. People like that are special. He said, you woke up? Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, you got air in your lungs? Yeah. He said, I'm grateful too. And like, to me, it's just like, that rarely happens where people will hit that response. Mm. But to me, it's like, that's the kind of mentality... That's a strong mentality. Oh, yeah. Because you can't do that every single you know, day. That to person's wake up obviously to. been through something. Exactly. In order to be like, you know what? I'm thankful. You know? And it's like people just been through a lot. So they devote their life to, you know what? I was here, but I'm not there no more. So I'm really thankful that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I may be living in a crappy house, but at least I'm not homeless like I was before. So thank yeah. goodness. That I'm- people who have always had everything aren't going to have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And someone who is uh in a wheelchair or something and maybe their legs don't work and then suddenly or they get fixed their legs get fixed and they can walk they're gonna be so happy someone who rides their bike to work they get a new car but it's not like a lamborghini or something mm-hmm. obviously they're gonna be super grateful for that yeah someone who has always had everything is just gonna be like oh okay gets a, it's nice, normal gets, gets a nice 2020 car but it's not the lambo they wanted yeah like, man you you take them out of their home put them down in Bolivia or something, they're going to be like... It makes me ask another quote. It's going to be else, whack for them. And that's just... Somebody else was like... If somebody took away every physical thing you had, every... every That's what it is, physical thing, right? Every... Uh, what is it? Um, materialistic thing. Yeah. What would you be left with? Take away the money, take away Yourself. the cars, take away this. What are you truly left with? This and this. That's what I'm saying. And what? The loved ones around you? I sure. mean, I guess they, they wouldn't be really... I guess they'd be materialistic. Not really. Well, not not really. really. I mean, some people might. You're saying inanimate objects, like yeah, this. like a let's say phone, car, this and that, money. You know what I mean? Mm. If people were to take that away, what would you be left with? It'd be the love, whether it be you have love in your heart or the emptiness of love in your heart. It's going to be positive thoughts or negative thoughts. At the end of the day, it's going to be in here, like you said, and in here. You know, and that's why it's just important to pay attention to what truly is going to matter in life, and that's what's going to make you happy. And what's going to give you a positive mentality? You know, life is going to obviously suck. It might be for a whole year. It might be the worst 10 years you've gone through in your life. But eventually, it's going to be a light to the end of the tunnel. And I've always, I've always said that a light yeah. to the end of the tunnel is what kind of keeps you going. But it's just kind of like, back to having no other option but to wake up. That's going to be your only option. You know, and it's like, some people hold on to the point where they can't even hold on no more. You know, and it's yeah. just like, just keep holding on. You know, keep looking up. And this is maybe not the best life, and maybe not might not be the the life you want to wake up to. You know, you wake up to a life where you're being abused, and you're just, you know what, I'd rather die and be free. Mm. But you know what, there's a reason you did wake up this morning, and it's for a purpose. And it's just kind of like, you have no other option but to adapt, hard-headed, become hard-headed, strong-hearted, and you know what, let's push through it. You know, your lowest points are going to take you to your highest points. Having faith and hope and a positive mindset is such a strong thing to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be going through the worst of the worst, and then 
you have this mindset like, oh, it's all going to be better. You have a smile on your face. You look out and you just see the beauty and everything. I think seeing the most positive thing and people and the beauty and things is really important. And you should think about that when, you know, every day. The beauty of life. Yeah. It could be like something that may not be attractive to the eye. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a weird kind of delusional happiness that is sometimes good to have when you're like a delusional optimist mm -hmm. and you just see the best in everything, in everything that's yeah. that's kind of a powerful thing to do mm -hmm. i think i'd rather do that you know but some people maybe they rather feel pain like some people like feeling pain because it shows that they're alive yeah and i guess when you're happiness you feel like you're in a dream but i mean at some point in your life you're going to go through pain and there's going to be somebody going through the same pain or even worse pain and when that pain and never forget that there's somebody starting to go through that pain that you went through right now. Are you saying uh, physical pain? I'm talking about physical pain, mental pain, like emotional pain. Okay, I got a pain. question. Mm -hmm. Are you are you afraid of pain? Um, um, I would say I'm afraid of. I'm more afraid. I'm a lot more afraid. Sorry, I'm a lot more afraid of. Emotional pain than I am physical pain, because let me say when it comes to, to a limit, like trauma, to to a limit, physical pain can be at least somewhat lowered. Whether it be through antibiotics, whether it be through you getting put to sleep so you don't feel the pain during as much during the day until you recover, mm -hmm. whether it be medicine, whatever way, or like uh, a box and when you get punched in the face, you just kind of take it. You take it like that exactly. You just kind of handle. But it. But when it comes to mental and spiritual like pain, it's like a pain that kind of like. It lingers. It's always going to be there. It's in your head. Exactly. You, and you think about it. Maybe and it's like, or something. What, what's going to, what, there's no medicine that can heal that. You can take these pills that are helpful. Like, Time, maybe. And you got to learn to be patient with it. And you know what I mean? Like, to me, it's like, over time, I felt like there's like a, a cut in my heart. And it's like, throughout the years as they go by, that cut kind of gets worse. Mm. You know, but like, you know, it will eventually start closing up. It will eventually get better. But like I said, that's, hard it's hard to feel that every day and every second because you can't really always calm down uh, a hurting heart you can't calm down a hurting mindset yeah a hurting spirit like it's just kind of like there's Truth. no real medicine to that but just to do physically you know what it hurts now but i'm overcoming it. and it's that's hard for a lot of people it's not as easy as always oh, making it seem easy because it's easy no it's hard but that's where you got to kind of learn to just kind of grow and just you know push through it you know yeah for real do you want to check the... I'd rather feel physical pain than spiritual, mentally pain. Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. physical pain will go away eventually. Mm -hmm. I mean, it may last... Well, actually, not always. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have some kind of sickness, that that's that might last for a while. Yeah. I mean, it might, it might last for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But I was asking you about fear because I think I used to fear... I used to fear dying. Mm -hmm. I used to be like my not my my number one fear, mm -hmm. but now I don't. I I fear pain more. I think I fear physical pain. Really? Not the, not more than uh, uh, emotional trauma, but sometimes I'll be like scared to do something, mm -hmm. whether like it's like something dangerous or something, like um, <clears throat> like when I was rock climbing, mm -hmm. and I was like, I should take more of a risk and take this jump or something. I think. That is kind of like um, dare daredevilish kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
and it might always might not always be good but i think it's good to um take a risk every now and then if it's not gonna like kill you obviously it makes you alive yeah some it's like that energy yeah. that like when you're skydiving or something uh, and I'm you... faint, <laughs> i would do it because <laughs> i just want to live yeah i want to live life to the fullest I'd pass out thinking of it before I even got onto the plane. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god. You'd be like, ah. <laughs> It'd be giving me the instructions, like, okay, so when you jump out the plane, I just. <laughs> like, oh. But um, no, back to what you were saying, though. It brought up another idea when it said, it was, you were talking about um, pain. It was back to the pain thing you were talking about, um, trying to think. Ah, you're, you're scared to. Ah. Well, I guess the question I thought of at the time was, have you ever thought, the, the fear, you were talking about fear, I was like, are you ever scared of how might other people feel, let's say, when, like, let's say if you were to pass away, that's, I don't even want it, but like, yeah. if something were to happen to you, or like this and that, like, the fear of, are you scared of like the pain, or you ever thought of the pain that people are going to feel oh, when you're not there? Yeah, for sure, I definitely thought about that. Like, when you were saying the fear of like, I'm not, I used to be scared to die. You know, to me, it's like, I was thinking at the moment, I was like, that question where I was like, I wonder, was it, have you ever thought of, you know, the people around you, how they're going to feel once you pass The impact your death will have on somebody else. Yeah. Like, especially someone extremely close to you, mm-hmm. like a family member. Mm-hmm. That's going to, obviously, you know, be hurtful. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. The rest of your life. Yeah. But especially in that, that time, that recent moment, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's hard. I feel like obviously. in that moment, some people don't even experience pain when they lose somebody. Cause oh, yeah. They're cause numb. You're, you're they're too, numb in the moment. Yeah. Like, they're just kind of like, they can't believe it happened. Like, a pain that hurts so bad that you can't feel it at the time. But later on, when you start, it becomes sore. It starts to hurt worse. Yeah. And it starts to hurt really bad. It's like, you don't feel it at first. And you kind of de- you kind of deny it. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly builds up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. And you feel it. But um, about fear, what is what did you... What's your biggest fear? Mm. Just, or just a couple, yeah. a couple of fears? No, yeah, no. The biggest fear it doesn't matter. I mean, like to me, it's like it's. I used to think about that a lot, and I used to when I was a kid, obviously, basic. Oh, I'm scared of dying, but like that's like that's the easiest thing to be least scared of, you know. Mm. Like to me, it's like I, if I die, pain's over. I know where I'm going. You know I'm not I mean? gonna be afraid of dying anymore. I'm gonna be living like Larry. <laughs> Larry the lobster. Um, <laughs> but uh, my fears. First one's kind of stupid, but I don't like bugs. Hmm. I just really don't like bugs. Like Especially bugs. stink bugs. If you're listening, I hate you. <laughs> and we are at war right now. I will kill you with every cell in my yeah. body. Um, <clears throat> second one is the ocean mm. in deep water. Getting pulled in. Oh, my God. Like in a current? Yeah. Oh, I'd, be so, like, I'd be so scared. You're trying to fight it and you're swimming. No, I like, would drown. That's, that's... I actually think I would die. That's why I'm scared of it. I'm scared of water, I'm, too. Imagine, imagine <laughs> drowning. Yeah, that's gonna hurt, obviously. But like, yeah, imagine you're like over this um, this deep part in the ocean, and you feel that you know how you feel that coldness. Yeah. Oh, I hate that feeling. Um, and the thing is, I'm not scared of drowning. I'm scared of the the feeling I get when I'm drowning. Oh yeah. Because I felt I've dra- I've like somewhat drowned before. You, and like, here's a here's a good question. Are you afraid of being afraid? I am. Who, I mean, who likes being afraid? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of being afraid. I'm afraid of what 
the impact is going to leave. What the impact on me is going to be from being afraid. Cause, like a mental scar. Like a mental scar. Because it's back to things like you shit like an athlete or anybody or doing a, or a performance. A dangerous stunt dancers. And they do this go for this crazy move and they get hurt. And let's say they tear something. You know what I mean? And even though that's 100% healed, you're not going to be 100% healed here. The fact they might be like, oh, I don't want to dance anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Or, not always. To that or to where they're doing something similar to that move and they're going to go do that move because they feel like it's keeping them locked up. The fact that they don't do that move. Right. And they go to do it, but something causes them to get and scared hesitate. and they hesitate right. on it. And it's like the hesitation is going to be left there with that. Yeah. That, that's what I'm scared of is like the impact that it's going to, the the fear or afraidness is going to leave on you. Because mm. like I've been, I've been times before where I've been like impacted. I've been scared so much that it's affected certain things. And it's like the mind's a powerful thing. Like it, it just does so many crazy things to you. And it's like, it's crazy how... Like, if you're in control of your thoughts, you're a dangerous person. If you can control your emotions, you're a dangerous person. Yeah. You mean, like, switching your uh, your emotion like that? Is that what you mean? Not even that. Just, like, people who can have control. Like, if somebody's trying to make them mad, but they're in control of their emotion, they're not going to get mad. That's oh, a that's dangerous like, dude. That's powerful. That's a dangerous person. That's that's mental power. Exactly. Like, that's, that's a mindset and mental power. When you can... You can hold back that anger or whatever is inside mm. and be like totally not, cool on the outside. Not even that because holding back anger, that hurts people too. But like, just like not even like getting angry because of it. Something like, to me, I'm in a situation where somebody's so worked up and I'm just kind of like, dude, like I'm not feeling any anger whatsoever to do. And you're pitting me with everything you have. When, when you, let's say you're debating with somebody or arguing. If that person is like obviously showing their, their outward energy and angerness to you. And you're totally cool. That person has a weak mind. Mm-hmm. They're weak-minded. Exactly. If, uh, it's strong. if they can't hold it back in. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it, you're stronger if you know how to handle your emotions and, and control them. That's such a strong character trait to have. Yeah. So a strong trait, like whatever you want to call it. It's, what would that be called? Mental strength? Mental strength, I guess. It's a strong Mental stability. Yeah. That's, that's, I think whoever can control their thoughts, emotions, not even their thoughts, just their emotions, that's a dangerous dude. That's a dangerous person, dangerous yeah. girl, whatever it be. That Strong person. Strong person. Because, like, that's so hard to do nowadays. Mm. Like, everybody just gets worked up about everything, but, like... Especially if you can um, peacefully argue with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, someone who's not going to get all flustered and angry if someone's bringing up a good point about something. Yeah. But if you can have um, a counter-argument or whatever, or, or a rebuttal, and be cool about it, I think that shows a lot of character and a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. When you're just so cool on the outside. Yeah. And then maybe you just, like, go let out your steam somewhere else. You know? like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Walk around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. ah. I mean that, that's, that's, that's people. Like, people do, obviously people do. That's, like, yeah. I mean, I would Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I've always been that way. To me, it's like, if I hold in my pain or my emotions, like it's gonna be bottled up. But I realize that over time, I've had it so bottled up that it hurts to keep it bottled up. Oh yeah. And it's just like it's 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 definitely and it's not a bad thing to let out emotions because if you keep them bottled up, it's gonna be a bigger explosion than yeah. if you were to I was just, just gonna say if you crash. keep it in, it's gonna <laughs> you know? be like a big explosion. Yeah. But if you maybe let it out a little if bit. If you say if you're angry, release it. Maybe maybe don't say I'm angry. Yeah. Like, and but maybe don't like. like rage on the person who's making you angry you know maybe just let it out somehow yeah just find your find your um like you said like, like find what releases it find what calms you down find your stress reliever you happy know? place like some people have a ball they squeeze when they get angry because that really should be stress oh yeah like they're angry and stuff like that which i mean 
it is what it is, I guess, yeah. you know. But I don't know, back to like the fear thing though, like Wait, what are your other fears? I was, I was like, um I've talked about this before. I've and like I used to be scared of dying, but and I realized it's not. To me it's like my and it's like for for me a biggest fear used to be obviously losing my mom. And I mean it happened, the fear became reality, but I'm yeah. here and I'm alive. You know, I'll touch that on some other day, but like that's fear of mine. But now it's like I feel like my biggest fear is sharks. No, not sharks. It's not like even like an animal thing. Do I, it's do like have, it's, so? Do you have any normal fears? Oh, dude, I, I hate tarantula spiders. Okay, I'm, dude, that like, oh my, just they're like they're crawling, their hair. Like, you know, they usually can't bite you. Really? Because their ah, their uh, talon, their fangs. Are, I don't like thinking about their fangs either. Like they're, they're in here. Like and and their their like mouth is over them, uh, so they can't. <laughs> bro, I'm like imagining like you. oh big tarantula, dude. Oh my okay, god. Okay, would you ever hold it? No. For a hundred dollars. No. For, for a million. I'd pass out if I hold one. You crazy? Look, I used to be terrified. Of, uh, What's it gonna do to you? Tarantulas and snakes. It's it's a mental thing that they do to okay. me. They do do something. What's to the me spider mental? that can't bite you and can't put venom into you gonna do if it's on your hand? Scare me. Why? I don't know. Why are you being scared of it? It's a mental thing. That's a bad thing. But no. Snakes, they used to scare me. And then and I went to sixth grade camp and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold a snake. And I was holding it. I was like, yo, I'm holding it. I felt cool on the inside. I was like, yo, I'm holding the snake. So you just found a snake and you just started? No, because you know how sixth grade camp, they brought the reptile thing? Oh, okay, okay. So I held the snake. Oh. And I was like, I got oh, over it. That. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And I got over it. But this one time in like my kindergarten class, I still remember it or something like that. And it's funny. We were in the circle. Was like this dude came in and he brought a tarantula. He's like, this is the tarantula. And we were in a little circle, and he put the tarantula right here. And that little fricker started following me, and I, <laughs> I was, dude, I was like following me right towards me, and I was like, I was like doing everything. I didn't want to pop up and scream like, oh yeah. my god, like I was like just staring at, it, bro. I swear, like I was you like, froze up or I, what? No, I just I was like, dude, like hold it together, like you're fine. And then the dude picked it up. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh. I like let it. I was like, thank God. I was like, oh my, I would not be able to. Yeah, it was perfect timing. As soon as I was like right here, and it was like crawling, and then the dude was like, all right, time to put that away. And I was like, oh. And I was like, this is the snake. Are you like, afraid oh. of uh, a spider like tickling you? No, I don't know what it is about spiders. It's just being small, being hairy, creepy crawlies, creepy. Whatever. That's why I don't like bugs. Like you can't even feel them crawling on you, like the little ones. Like I don't like that. I can. You could feel like a little tiny spider on your shirt. Like, I'll tell you. Oh, on my shirt? That's no, 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 what I'm saying. No, no. And, like, on my you're not skin, gonna that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, on your shirt, what? It's probably really close to my neck. And I was always gonna feel it. And it's gonna be like, and I'm like, ah, and I'm gonna throw it. Like, I'm gonna freak out. Okay, I understand it. that. I'm, I understand the feeling of when <sighs> a bug is on you. I hate that. that. But, like. Alright, alright. So, I guess. Alright, I, I guess. Is that still overlapping? Yeah, alright. I guess to sum it all up, we can't let fear control. I can control us, but control what we want to do in life. For real, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like just, it's taking chances, um, taking certain opportunities that might not seem like the best opportunity, but it's what you want to do. Mm. It's scary, but don't let that be the reason why you don't take. You know, let it be like, oh, it just didn't like. Let it be some other reason. Don't let fear hold you back just from doing what you want to do. Just go. If you're fearful it. of doing something that you really want to do, and you give up on it that's gonna haunt you for as long as you as long as you um until you do it you yeah know? and it's a good thing have dreams that scare you mm. because they're usually really big dreams that scare you like with us with this it's a scary thing to think about but it's what you need in your life you need that scary goal to go after because it's big 
You know, don't be scared mm. to go after big goals, you know? I mean, if a marathon runner is like thinking, oh, maybe I should try to run this marathon in two hours and 15 minutes. No, you should be like, oh, maybe I'll shoot for two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, set a record or something. Yeah, facts. You know? It's a dumb mentality. Take the opportunity. Don't be afraid to change your mentality, too. Oh, and especially if you have the ability, the capability to do something. Because not everyone, because some people are disabled, they can't do stuff. Exactly. I mean, if you, people who are like in a wheelchair, they obviously can't run, Mm -hmm. but they can do um, the Olympics, you know, how they have those races in a wheelchair. So don't don't let stuff stop you. Exactly. Find a way. To do what you want to do. If you love it enough, you'll find a way to do it. Yeah. I, I definitely used to be fearful of like, oh my God, what if I get injured? What if I can't do this anymore? But now I'm like, I'll find a way to do something. Yeah. You know, I'll find a way to push through stuff. Hell yeah. That's so, yeah. a good thing. Just moral, keep, moral of the story. Just keep pushing Don't through let stuff it. Don't let fear stop you. Stop you. Exactly. You know? yeah, I like that. For that's real. good. All right, guys. Well, that concludes, that's it, right? yeah, that concludes it. Episode one. Episode one. Of Unrestrained. All right, guys. Well, wish you guys the best. I'm signing off. I'm going to cut that part out because I was weak. Yeah. (laughs) But talk to you guys later. I'm cutting this out. Love. I'm cutting this out. (laughs) Shut up. Prosperity. (laughs) Bye.